2: Today we'll have the privilege of visiting with Peggy Seeger for Spirit in Action. I've had her as my guest for Song of the Soul previously, but today we'll be talking to Peggy about the music she's written to help move the world in healing, healthy directions. Because her brother, Pete Seeger, has been such an activist, I thought her public stand might have come from her parents, but Peggy tells me that her husband, Ewan McCall, was the one to bring this drive alive in her known especially for her song of Awakening Women's Consciousness, I'm Going to Be an Engineer. She sings of many concerns and causes, including economic justice and especially care for creation. She joins us from her home in Boston. Peggy, welcome back, this time to Spirit in Action. Hello, Mark. I have you here today for Spirit in Action because so much of your music is about transforming the world. I was born in 1954, and I think, what, you're less than 20 years older than I am, so you experienced an even more radical change, I think, in the country, particularly the role of women, I think, has changed so dramatically in the U.S. Tell me about your experience with that.
3: Well, I was born in 35, so I was a teenager in the 50s, and that's when I remember confronting the role of women. I was my father's first girl after four boys but I was not treated like a princess. I was allowed to run wild with my hair in tatters and my, wear jeans and climb up trees and play baseball. So I wasn't really aware of the women's position. I didn't see it when I was growing up. I didn't really see it, I suppose, until the 70s when uh, I wrote a song called I'm Going to Be an Engineer. I wrote it for a theatrical a musical documentary, theater documentary, but I didn't write it out of my own experience. I had not felt direct discrimination because I was a woman. I had not felt that I was marginalized or internally colonized or however we talk about it. In actual fact, I was. There were a whole lot of aspects of my life in which I was, I was the woman, but This song is the one that I'm mainly known for as objecting to the position of women in our society. So it's a disclaimer to say that I was not really discriminated against as a woman, a musician. Women have been musicians since the year dot. And musicians, they cut a lot of slack for us. And any experiences that I had had working with male musicians had all been good in my life. Of course, the position of women has changed hugely. Women stayed home when I was growing up. If you went out to a job, it was thought that you were deserting your children and your husband and your home and your position. But it's a huge subject to talk about. But women are now... I just read a book recently called Half the Sky, but it virtually says that a country that does not use its women equally with the men will never reach its full potential because it's losing half of its human resource. It's not using half of its human resource.
2: You know, the song is going to be an engineer. And if I had to name one field where I think that there's still a strong imbalance, male-female, in favor of males... That's certainly one of the fields that I'd choose. Lawyers, I think they're pretty equally divided. Doctors, the incoming generation has divided roughly equally. But engineering, I don't think, is nearly balanced. Why do you think that is? Is it because people didn't listen to your song enough?
3: <laughs> well, I wrote the song for what I understood an engineer to be. In England, an engineer, at the time I wrote it, worked at making heavy tools, worked with metal, so it was definitely a man's world. But as far as lawyers are concerned, I have rewritten going to be an engineer for lawyers because those three firms of women lawyers in Knoxville, Tennessee, who asked me to do that because they found it so difficult to be women lawyers in Knoxville, Tennessee. It is difficult to be almost any high position in a patriarchal world. You have to battle. You have to do things. You know, you have to do things that men don't have to do to get those positions.
2: Let's listen to the song, Gonna Be an Engineer. It's by my guest for today's Spirit in Action, Peggy Seeger.
4: When I was a little girl, I wished I was a boy. I tagged along behind the gang and wore my corduroys. Everybody said I only did it to annoy, but I was gonna be an engineer. Mama told me, Can't you be a lady? Your duty is to make me the mother of a pearl Wait until you're older, dear, and maybe You'll be glad that you're a girl Dainty as a dressed in statue Gentle as a Jersey cow Smooth as silk it's creamy milk Learn to cool, learn to moo That's what you do to be a lady now when I went to school, I learned to write and how to read. Some history, geography, and home economy. And typing is a skill that every girl should sure need to while away the extra time until the time to breed. Then they had the nerve to say, "What would you like to be?" I says, "I'm gonna be an engineer." No, you only need to learn to be a lady. The duty isn't yours for to try and run the world. An engineer could never have a baby. Dear, that you're a girl She's smart for a woman I wonder how she got that way You get no choice, you get no voice Just stay mum, pretend you're dumb And that's how you come to be a lady today Then Jimmy come along and we set up a conjugation We were busy, every night with love and recreation i spent my day at work so he could get his education. Well, now he's an engineer. He says, I know you'll always be a lady. It's the duty of a darling to love me all her life. Could an engineer look after or obey me? Remember, dear, that you're my wife. soon as Jimmy got a job I began again And happy at materially the year or so And then the morning that the twins were born Jimmy says to them, kids, your mother was an engineer You owe it to the kids to be a lady Dainty as a dishrag, faithful as a chow Stay at home, you got to mind the babies Remember you're a mother now Well, every time I turn around there's something else to do Cook a meal, mend a sock, sweep a floor or two Holding out the potty when the baby wants to poo I was gonna be an engineer You know, I really wish that I could be a lady I could do the lovely things that a lady's supposed to do I wouldn't even mind if only they would pay me And I could be a person too What price for a woman? You buy her for a ring of gold the love and a bay without any pay. You get your cook and your nurse for better or worse. You don't need your purse when the lady is sold. Ah, oh, but now the times are harder and jimmy's got the sack. I went down to Vickers, they were glad to have me back. But I'm a third-class citizen, my wages tell me that. And I'm a first-class engineer. The boss, he says, we pay you as a lady the job cause i can't afford a man with you i keep the profits high as maybe you're just a cheaper pair of hands you've got one fault you're a woman you're not worth the equal pay a bit you're tart you're nothing but heart shadow and vain you got no brain you even go down the drain like a lady today well, I listened to my mother and I joined a typing pool I listen to my lover and I put him through his school But if I listen to the boss, I'm just a bloody fool And an underpaid engineer I've been a sucker ever since I was a baby As a daughter, as a wife, as a mother and a dear But i fight them as a woman, not a lady Fight them as an engineer
2: Dainty as a Dresden statue, gentle as a Jersey cow. Wow, what an image.
3: <laughs> it's fun to sing. Learn to coo, learn to moo.
2: It's a fun song, and it's got too much truth into it. For those of us, at least, who were alive during the 60s when these roles changed, I think, most rapidly. And you mentioned you came of consciousness about the real discrimination that women had to face, the limits that were there. When you swim in an ocean of belief, it's easy to not know that the belief is what you're living out and which is controlling your world. So how did your thoughts change in the 70s?
3: Well, the song was taken up despite the fact that it has a humongous number of words and the chords are a bit complicated and it has a big range. A number of women started singing it, and I started getting asked to sing at women's consciousness-raising meetings and to speak for women in song, and I found that I didn't have any other songs like that at all. I had folk songs. In many of them, women were being badly treated, being marginalized, being left with babies in their arms, being sent off, being sold as slaves away to Georgia, all kinds of things because the folk songs reflected the position of women in the times in which they were written. What it did for me that was enormous was it made me look into other women's issues, and that's when I really had my eyes opened. I looked into subjects like incest, like rape, like abortion, like the relation between mother and daughter, wages, women as activists, and then I started writing songs specifically on some of those issues. So I became kind of known for some of the women's songs. But what runs alongside of all of that is the economic bind that we're all in in capitalist countries. We're going through just such another period now because capitalism is it, not a stable form of human society. It ups and downs constantly. And then it's been proved in the past it crashes and so that has run alongside all of the other issue songs that I've made, you know, songs about hard times.
2: When did you write this? What was this inspired by?
3: I lived in Asheville at the time. It was about 10 years ago. And there was an exhibition of Ben Shahn paintings and drawings and photography. S-H-A-H-N is the way I think you spell it. He was a well-known illustrator and artist back in the 50s, 60s. And he drew pictures of and made photos of working people in all kinds of walks of life. And so they wanted someone to do a concert at the exhibition hall. And they asked me. I was living in Asheville at the time. So I learned, relearned a number of the hard time songs that I knew. But I thought, well, we need one for now especially as NAFTA was beginning to bite. So I I made up this song. It's kind of like traditional songs, but it, it is my song.
2: Sing About These Hard Times. They're back again. It's Peggy Seeger, Spirit in Action.
0: Sing about these hard times. Sing all about these hard old times. Sing about these hard times. When will the
4: good times roll? I worked hard, I played my part That's what I did right from the start But these hard times are gonna break my heart Oh,
0: when will the good times roll? Sing about these hard times Sing our
4: Harder every year, those with the least have the most to fear, those with the most just don't care. Oh, when will the good times
0: roll? Sing about these hard times, sing all about these.
4: Liberation
2: was sing about these hard times. Fortunately, I don't know if it's true, maybe we've backed off from the precipice. This isn't the Great Depression yet, at least. So maybe we won't have quite dust bowl days recreated here. But what we're doing to the environment certainly is quite a bit of destruction. You said that that's an issue that's been rising for you. Which ways do you connect with it? There's so many ways that you can connect with issues of the environment, the whole creation we live in and how it's being badly handled.
3: I look on it, and it's probably not an original way of looking on it, as you enter it at whatever level you feel capable, but you must enter at least one level. The first one is conservation of what we have, that is not wasting paper, water, wood, and not accumulating too much. In other words, consumerism is part of that, The next level is recycling. That is to recycle the waste that we have. And you can enter it wherever it pleases you and move on to the next. So recycling is the next one. That virtually has to do with our environment. An environment is a very large area. It means that you can join organizations that are trying to save wetlands. It means that you can help to save endangered species. You can campaign for cleaner petrol or uh, uh, gas. You can get a smaller car, those kind of things. That deals with a concern about human environment because you think these impinge on human life, our environment. And often when we speak about environment, we are only chiefly thinking of how to make it healthier for human beings. When you realize, in order to make it healthy for human beings, it's got to be healthy for the rest of the world, including the mountains, the rocks, the trees, the animals, the universe, etc. everything, then you get on to ecology, because you realize that there is a chain of development. There is a chain of what affects human beings. If a species of butterfly dies in Belize, it will have some effect on how we live in Boston, Philadelphia, Madison, Tokyo... Wahoo, Texas, etc. In other words, ecology is—it's a matter of logic. There's only just so much air in the world. There's only so much water that we are connected to everything. And from there, you get to deep ecology, which I think makes you understand that unless humans reorganize our life the way we are affecting the world, we cannot possibly stay alive here, and we cannot possibly keep the whole ecological thing going. Because we are being so disastrous to the world and trying to understand with deep ecology that the earth is a living being she breathes she provides she is a mother she is all those things that we need so we have to take care of her
2: it is interesting that pretty naturally i, I guess it's part of our culture if we think of a nurturing presence because there's such a history with males not doing that, we think of the earth as our nurturing mother, and images of Gaia or of goddess kind of go naturally with it. You've got a song directly on that, right? The Mother?
3: Yes, The Mother. That would be a good one to do now.
2: Do you relate to the earth as mother, or do you actually get out there and put your feet in the mud? Or <laughs> I don't know where you live there in Boston. Are you in the city, or are you a country woman?
3: I live in Boston, and I must confess when I go out I worship I don't get outside a lot in my day but when I go out I talk to plants, I talk to flowers I hug trees yes of course, and look up at the sky and bless I don't know that it makes a blind bit of difference to the earth if I do those things but certainly I feel nurtured I feel thankful
2: The song is The Mother, it's by Peggy Seeger
4: Slowly, slowly she turns over in Her lovely face Toward the morning light Always turning, turning, turning On her long and endless journey Through the sky Slowly, slowly
2: there's some religious folks who get all bent out of shape when you talk about spirituality related to the mother earth. I'm certainly not one of those. And in general, the Quakers that I know are perfectly fine with that because the one spirit that we're all part of the creation is truly one and nurture is in our society. As I mentioned earlier, it's a feminine thing to do. Men fight and women nurture and Fortunately, that's changing. I know a lot of men who've changed that significantly.
3: And there are women who fight now.
2: You're right. There are women who do fight. And I think it's unfortunate. Actually, if I think of world leaders who are women, it's not such a good sample of femininity that I I think of Margaret Thatcher, who was not one of my favorites. Well,
3: you probably remember her because she was so awful but do you remember Mary Robinson of Ireland or Helen Clark of New Zealand or that wonderful woman who's leading Iceland or President Ellen of Rwanda? You know, Rwanda has the highest representation of women in their government.
2: Well, actually, I did know that because I was there a year before last and such a place to be in there. But what an antidote to the hate, anger, killing there. I've interviewed and talked to various people from there who are part of the healing and reconciliation going on there. And women play a key part in it because they're saying, what's going to make a future for our children? We have to take control. We can't let hate and destruction rule anymore in our country.
3: I've actually heard a Marine say, I wrote a song about a fella named Jimmy Massey. He's a Marine who deserted, in Iraq actually he went to his lieutenant and said I can't do this he'd just blown up a car full of women and children and he he went to his lieutenant and said I can't do this they found a way of honorably discharging him and he came back to this country and began to campaign against the Iraq war I interviewed him and made a song and he actually said and I made the song out of his words and the verse goes I don't think it's safe to have a world that's run by men We all want to be the rooster running among the hens. A woman makes new life. Man takes life away. It really sucks to be a man today. That's what he said. And that's virtually, you know, it's hard to be a man today because the man's role has been to defend, to offend, to set territory and defend territory. The world is too small for that now. Men have to find another role, and it's hard.
2: I agree. And that's one of the reasons I think more men need to get in men's groups where men can get real, face each other. The blessing of men's groups is far understated. And I think women started, as you mentioned earlier, you did music, uh, women's consciousness raising. Men need to do that. And we've done some of it, but there's a lot more left to do. And when men do it, this world is going to be better.
3: Yeah, I think men have a harder time talking to each other because they have to put their image forward and they have to defend their own personal territory. No, I think they have a harder time. I think it's partly the way they're raised, but it's also, I think, it's within their nature.
2: Yeah, it certainly is. You've certainly been involved in a whole lot of aspects of women's rights. One of them is the whole question of abortion, and you've made music about that. Would you care to share one of the songs that deals with those kind of issues?
3: Yeah, I've made two songs about it, actually. One is a a highly personal one, and the other one, which is I think the one I would like you to use, The Right to Life, was in response to the murder of Dr. George Tiller in Wichita, Kansas, last June. He was actually murdered in his church while he was taking collection, murdered by a pro-lifer who has just been sent down for life himself. Dr. Tiller ran a clinic for late abortions for... Pregnancies that were either unsafe for the woman or where the child was damaged, uh, where the child would be either dead upon birth or completely unviable to live a proper life. And two days after that, I was riding, going somewhere in the car, and a woman came on the radio, and she had been one of his patients. She was seven months pregnant when she went to him. Her child was dying in the womb in pain. She was in pain. Her family and her marriage were falling apart. And she said, Dr. Tiller saved her life, saved her marriage, saved her sanity. I wrote the song out of what I remember of her attitude about the whole thing, things that she was saying. And I've had some uh, hate mail because of singing it. And I understand that there are people who feel very strongly about abortion. But I stand by the statement if you don't believe in abortion, don't have one. You know, that says it all for me. It's nobody else's business, not really. When you're a mother, you're a mother forever. There's another saying, if you can't trust me with a choice, how can you trust me with a child? But this particular song is about the murder, really about the murder of Dr. George Tiller and about the picketing that goes on in front of abortion clinics.
2: It's called Right to Life.
3: You say you're against the killing. You talk about
4: the right to life. You describe a poor little beautiful baby Under the surgeon's knife You stand on the sidewalk yelling at me With a placard in your hand Telling me how to run my life Well, I want you to understand That my baby is not the sweet little dude Smiling on the packet of the baby food My child is so sick and deformed It'll be dead before the day it's born It breaks my heart But here I am and here's my reason why I'm giving my baby dignity by giving it the right to die, The right to life, the right to life You live your life and I live mine The right to life, the right to life My body is mine You say you're against the killing you talk about the right to life Well, what about Pickett and the husband Who's just about to kill his wife Go drive by the house up a drive-by gun And I tell him to toe the line Just don't tell me what I should do Or tell me my body isn't mine Go after the men who'd kill a man For his religion or his skin Go after the men who caught Matt Shepard Who tortured and then a to life to shoot folks who can't shoot back the right
2: Life. This is Peggy Seeger we're listening to, and I'm Mark Helpsmeet, your host for Spirit in Action, which is a Northern Spirit Radio production. Our website is northernspiritradio.org, and on here you can always listen to our programs, find links to our guests, all kinds of information. Post comments to us, too, please. And my home radio station is WHYSLP Eau Claire, here in the Chippewa Valley of Wisconsin. We're visiting today with Peggy Seeger. She's been doing music for decades to help change the world in a positive direction. Of course, you, you do a lot of music also, Peggy, which is traditional folk music, which, as you mentioned earlier, it's part of the cultural ocean that it originated in. So some of it's got some really horrible, horrible, horrible stories in it and, and roles for women and men. It, it's pretty bad stuff, some of it.
3: The folk songs, for the most part, are described the life of the people at the lowest economic scale. And that's pretty horrible, 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 too. It talks about their hopes, their dreams, their despairs, their griefs, the stories of their lives. That's what the folk songs talk about. I know there's songs that we've inherited from, from England and, and Scotland that talk about lords and ladies, but if you look into them deeply, there's often really a severe class conflict there. I haven't included any folk songs on this trip, chiefly because I've I've gotten more into singing my own songs when it comes to spirit in action. I find that many of the folk songs feel sorry for themselves, people feeling sorry for themselves, and just talking about how awful things are, almost without any hope. Although, to be quite honest, just making a song about something is an act of hope. I've written a song about a woman who's a peace activist, lives in Northampton, She's 89 now, and she's been in jail more times than she can even count because of being arrested on peace demonstrations. I've done a uh, conversation between mothers and teenage daughters, which is seven minutes long, and I constructed it out of interviews with mothers and daughters. I made one about a woman who suffers from a repetitive strain injury. These are very strong songs because they speak literally from the mouth of the person that they're made up of. So the one I'd like to finish the program with, if you have it there, is uh, Woman on Wheels. It's about a woman named Jennifer Jones.
2: How did you meet Jennifer Jones?
3: Greenham Common in England was a peace camp that was set up. It started with a woman reading, in Wales, reading that cruise missiles... Had been put onto the Greenham Common airbase, and she said, "That's ridiculous. Putting cruise missiles there it changes us into a completely different type of nuclear target for Russia." So she put her two children into a pushchair and started to walk to London. That's about a hundred and some miles. And as she walked, people began to join her. And by the time they reached Greenham Common, they had about 3,000 people, men and women. And when they got there, They had no idea what to do, so they chained themselves to the fence. Of course, they had to be cut free. Some of them were arrested. But meanwhile, the the whole country was watching this march. So a camp was set up outside the main gate, and it became a women's camp. The men did not cooperate easily, so the women kicked them out, and it became a woman's camp. Greenham Common had nine gates. This camp ran for ten years with women sitting on each of the nine gates. And women would come from all over Europe, America, all over England and Scotland to sit at one of these camps and just hold vigil and hold education classes and just to always be there. And there was one particular demonstration called Circle the Base where the idea was to circle the nine-mile circumference of the base, with women holding hands saying, "These weapons shall not come out of this base to go onto the streets of England." Well, enough women came to circle the base twice. There was 18 miles of women's hands, 30,000 women turned up, and 5,000 police. And it was a chaos, absolute chaos. So I looked across this battleground, and there was this woman in a wheelchair. With a a pair of bolt cutters, friends were helping her use to cut through the fence. And she was having a wonderful time. She was a woman of about 55 or 60. So I fought my way through and knelt by her chair and said, I would like to write a song about you. You know, what an idiotic thing to do at a demonstration. And she didn't even look up. She says, I'm busy. And she kept on chopping through the fence. I found out she was headmistress of a school in North London. She was an architect, name of Jennifer Jones. So I went and interviewed her, and I made the song literally out of her words. And I made it episodically, out of an episode here, an episode there, an episode there. It's not a story song. It's just picking bits and pieces out of her life. So that's Woman on Wheels.
4: I'm a woman on wheels, but I still got my brain. I'm going to tell you how it feels. Your own railway train Roll down to the corner Put on your brakes I'm gonna tell you what it takes To be a woman on wheels Roll
0: on
4: Over the holes, the bumps and cracks Roll on Remember that day we were running For the train and my tire went flat Roll on That man over there, the one under the hat, trying so hard not to stare, you get used to that, still better than looking, than looking away. You get that every day, a woman on wheels. Roll on, pity me and I will pity you, roll on. Now let's talk about some of the things that you can't do Roll on. When it comes to curves, When it comes to stairs I've got my special words And I don't mean prayers When it comes to the shops To reach the merchandise is a major exercise For the woman on wheels chair that could levitate roll on race up ramps run downstairs wouldn't that be great roll on i went down to greenham i was cutting the fence cops pulled me out of the way then they waded in said you'll never get arrested a little lady like you i says who are you talking to I'm a woman on wheels I said hold on I've got my rights To demonstrate a roll on Next time I went down I took a dozen bolt cutters And a dozen wheelchair Mates to roll on I want to be alone But I'm always under care I've got this urge to roam me and my chair, we're together for life, not together for love. And there's things I need more of. I'm a woman on wheels. Roll on, so many places I can't go roll on. Lie in a field with the flowers, or walk on a beach with the sand between my toes. Roll on. Well, I need you, but you need me to tell you about a different view of the world you see, about the pain I feel, about the fight I've won, about how to do some little things you think can't be done. Roll on, with the deaf and blind, the lame and whole, there's money around could help us all it's a cripple system holds us back keeps the woman on wheels off the main
2: line track woman on wheels if you ever end up in a wheelchair peggy i'm pretty sure that that's going to be you isn't it <laughs> you're not going to stop are you
3: i rode around in a wheelchair when i was doing that song just to see what it would feel like it was extremely frustrating That business of not being able to see over the counters of most stores, that was just ridiculous.
2: Well, it's quite a song. It's a wonderful song. Inspirational. Of course, discrimination happens at so many levels of our life, and it's only eventually that we learn to see them. Peggy, before we sign off, there's a couple things that I wanted to discuss with you. I always like to ask people what their background was that got them, inspired them, empowers them to do what they do. Now, one of the things that you have in your life is you've got a 15 years older brother, Pete, half-brother. Was your home life uh, particularly activist? Because both of you are so activist, was it because of a common home life?
3: No. For one thing, we never lived in the same home together. He was at boarding school when I was born, And he comes of the first wife. I come of the second wife. Our home was not particularly an activist home. No, no, it wasn't. It was what was called uh, progressive at the time, but it wasn't activist. We didn't go out on marches and go to union meetings and and those things, although I learned later that my father had been a member of the Communist Party in the 1935-40 period. I didn't become an activist as such until I met Ewan McCall. That was when I was twenty, twenty-one.
2: Uh, because he was an activist, because he had that orientation already?
3: Oh, whoa. he was gut politics. If you read into his life, he was brought up really, really poor. And his father was blacklisted practically wherever he worked for trying to get unions into the iron molding factories, into the steel mills. Ewan McCall had politics running down his backbone, every bone in his body.
2: Well, it sounds like you caught the disease.
3: Yeah, I did. I but I caught it secondhand. I didn't have what I call gut politics, i.e. that it's happened to you. That woman on wheels is gut disability. She has experienced it. The song about the Marine, that was gut, what he talked about, because it had happened to him. None of this has happened to me. I am, in many cases, speaking for other people. And I'm intellectually interested in it. And I'm angry about it. But it's not something that I have had to put up with my life. The same as the engineer, I was not discriminated against outrageously as a woman. It was more veiled. It was iron fist and velvet glove with me. So my activism is imposed, if you like, on a fairly comfortable lifestyle.
2: What background did you have religious spiritually in your house?
3: We had music. We had music and folk songs and talk. We didn't have radio. We didn't have television. I went to church once in my youth. One of them was Sunday school, and then I went to a Quaker meeting, and I was totally baffled by it, people sitting in silence. I was 15, 16, you know, but I felt no need of it. And now, when you talk about religion, to me, walking out into a blue sky and and the cherry trees out, that's religion. I just find that that's enough. The world is magic. The world is so hugely magic that I would say that the universe is religion, the cherry tree is religion, the little bug crawling along the fence is religion. To me, it's just a magic that I don't understand, and I am part of it, and I can worship without needing to place any deity in charge of it.
2: It works for me. Beautiful work that you've been doing. It's clearly carried you in ways to help all of creation. And I'm thankful for your witness, Peggy. And I'm thankful that you could join me today for Spirit in Action.
3: Well, thank you for giving me a long enough time to explain some of what I do, Mark.
2: It's been a pleasure, Peggy. Same here. That was singer-songwriter-activist Peggy Seeger. We've got a couple minutes, so we're going to give you a bonus song. Peggy mentioned earlier her song straight from the words of an Iraqi war veteran who up and quit, finding he couldn't be part of the killing anymore, The Ballad of Jimmy Massey. Last song today from Peggy Seeger.
4: I was born in 71 But you know my folks were far too young My daddy didn't want his wife, he left and took his son Tractor trailer was our home, my bed was in the cab My daddy was the best friend a little boy could ever have We skipped trains, we played pool, I was supposed to be at school We hauled stuff from here to there, from there too far away I sat down in the road and cried the day my daddy died Troopers shot him down on the side of the highway Daddy didn't own a gun, the cops said he was on the run Judge said self-defense, there were no justice done Six years old and homeless, scared out of my skin. They put me in a foster home and went looking for my kin. My name is Jimmy Massey. I'm a North Carolina boy. I did good in high school, my mama's pride and joy. I struggled with the softest and the hardest parts of man. My guitar was my refuge, Rambo was my friend When I got out of high school, this boy went crazy wild My daddy and my mama wouldn't have known their darling child Begging on street corners an inch away from crime Buddy, can you help a brother out, sister spare a dime One day a stranger turned me round, here's what he said to me The road you got before you, son, is not the road you see Keep this up and one day, son, you'll wake up in your grave Ten dollars in my baseball cap Then he turned and walked away Then he turned and walked away I grew up with guns, I remember desert storm We went through those Iraqis just like farmers cutting corn I thought our victory took away the shame of Vietnam I also thought the Marines could turn this boy into a man Self-confidence, self-discipline, courage, honor, poise. Some boys turn into men, some men turn into boys They check on everything you do, they tell you from the start We're gonna be your family, your body, soul and heart But the Marines are the very best, no one can deny Women get that hungry look when we go walking by knife edge on our trousers correct from top to toe we're America's golden boys everywhere we go you learn to treat the women like servants, like whores, man's a conquering hero, women are his reward I learned my lesson far too late, the damage it was done, my wife didn't want her husband She left and took my son When you fire and hit the target Your senses hit the top It's just like sex On and on, you never want to stop The devil man is in command And you go with the flow They call us rolling death Everywhere we go We became barbarian warriors, princes in our prime Lived a life of emperors, women, food, and wine Took away my love of beauty, gave me a love of war Turned me into a killer, that's what the train is for But I didn't know what killing meant till I landed in Iraq Dead women and kids lay all around after we'd attacked A little boy dying in my arms all broke up inside Staff Sergeant Jimmy Massey sat down in the road and cried Some of the boys went crazy, some went crazy mean I woke up a fog guy in someone else's dream. I went to my lieutenant. I told him, sir, I'm done. This isn't what I came to do. Can't do it, sir. I'm done. I used to like war movies. I just can't take them now. I used to go to church. Now I try to reason how we learn all those commandments Then break them one by one I'm saying to my president Won't do it, sir, I'm done I don't think it's safe to have a world that's run by men We want to be the only rooster running among the hen's A woman makes new life, a man takes life away I tell you it really sucks to be a man today I miss my men, I just can't sleep, I'm on that single track Born again in blood and tears, I've been to hell and back No matter what we think they did, no matter what they done Nothing can excuse the way we took that country down. I was discharged with honor. I've got me a different life. Learn to be a good man. Learn how to love my wife. I study how our fine country came to sink so low. I'm learning how we got here and where we've got to go. This song is for my little boy, Hunter is his name. This song is for my comrades who share the guilt and shame. This song it not over yet, I want you all to know. I'm learning how I got here, and where I've got to go. I'm learning how I got here, and where I've got to go.
1: May you find deep roots to support you and grow steadily toward the light. This is Spirit in Action. With
0: every voice, with every song, we will move this world